got London on the track. I'm in London, got my beef from. Told my mama if I got it, then she get it, man. Told my daddy if I'm winning, then he winning, man. I came from nothing, now I'm ballers, got it, pippin', man. Welcome back to Wellness Wednesday. It's amazing to have you guys back. I hope you've had a lovely week. I hope you've missed us. We've missed you so much. <coughs> and today I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Chico. Chico. Sorry. <laughs> it's Chico on the mic. Whoa. Yeah, and uh, we have no guests today. We're just having a heart-to-heart together. Don't cry. <laughs> We're doing a part two of depression and anxiety because... Y'all asked for it, and we're here to represent it. Yeah. <laughs> so, before we start our show today, since I'm here with Shiko, Shiko, tell me, Shiko, how's your week been? I think it's been long. It's been so, so, so long. This has been the longest week of my semester. Probably. It's Wednesday. It's Yeah, yeah, it's Wednesday. Well, it's been a long week, <laughs> and I, I, I really want this week to end. That's my thoughts on it. Why? What do you mean, why? Okay, you're just saying you have a long week and you're telling me why you had a long week. It's just that... I f- No, actually, no, it's a long week because I had an extended weekend. Oh, yeah. So, like, I haven't had class in, since, what, since Thursday? So, yeah. That's why it's been long and I just want this weekend to end so I can go back to the weekend, you know? Okay. Yeah. Okay. You feel me? Yeah. Well, okay. It's nice to know that, um... Are you too good to ask me about my week? How's your week been? <laughs> um, I think my week has been very... Um, I've had a problematic week because my weekend... By week, I mean as from Thursday last week. Um, yeah, it's been it's been a tough week, actually. Um, I had my confidence a bit shook sometime uh, during the weekend. And um, I didn't feel... I think I'd had such a good... Uh, two months that I didn't realize like how something small could you know get me shook a bit Mm. and um, now when we started the week on Monday I couldn't do anything I literally couldn't do anything I tried starting on my project Uh, okay I was going for my classes yeah Mm. but (laughs) (laughs) yeah attendance is not a joke but yeah um, I couldn't get to do anything and anyways um, I decided to take a break take myself out, invest in myself a little bit. And yeah, we're back. <laughs> back and yeah, we're better. I, I'm actually feeling better. And I think that will come into a topic of, you know, anxiety and sometimes feeling low. You know, when you're feeling low, doesn't necessarily mean you're depressed, but when you're in such low spirits for a long time, it could lead to depression, yeah? Yeah, so our audience feel free to tell us how's your week been what you've been up to has it been a hyped week has it been a low low week <laughs> yeah low i think low week is a thing yeah please tell us how you've been doing how you've been feeling <coughs> again share with us our, your thoughts on anxiety <coughs> and depression and also <laughs> tell us what has been happening so reach out to us on ubuntu radio one on twitter Ubuntu Radio underscore MU on Instagram and Ubuntu Radio on Facebook. So we'll take a quick, quick, quick break to get you in some music and then we come get back and delve deep into the topic. Still cold and not outside. 
Switch up the wardrobe Gotta be dressed for the ride Got hit with a winter breeze And all we like to act tough What we do it for Be careful with energy No need to be so cold I wanna be more Someone's calling A beautiful summer's calling Oh, someone's calling I had a real long when a beautiful summer is calling I've been going through it, you've been through it Fall back to look at what we're doing I can yell at you, but what's the use? If you really love me, gotta prove it Carrying this package, need a pack light Hate seeing you sad, I gotta act right I'm looking forward for the bride Oh, I'm If I could, I'd spill my blood Down to give you my last breath The old me on his last stretch I guess a new season's next, next. Oh, summer's calling A beautiful summer's calling Again, and it's me, your host Margaret Maina, and, and your co host Shiko Kimani. And we love to have you here. And this is Walnuts Wednesday. So, again, if you'd like to reach out to us, um, share your views, your comments, your questions on anxiety and depression, which is our topic today, we're doing a part two. Please reach out to us at Ubuntu Radio One on Twitter at Ubuntu Radio on Instagram and Ubuntu Radio on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So as usual, before we get it, okay, before we get deep, you know, we like to start with some. Not like getting deep too fast, right? <laughs> I think it's it's 
it's natural no yeah so i think my first question to Shiko, i'll just give our um a quick wrap of what we did last week uh we had some amazing guests we had thomason we had peter we had abeneza and we had atama and they talked about their experiences with um anxiety and depression and some of the things that came up is some of them have gone through some very depressing episodes in their lives um some resorted to drinking some just you know um just stopped hanging out with other people and stuck to just being with themselves and not socializing um and yeah and some of them have had like panic attacks during their anxiety uh, the periods they had they experienced anxiety and um they were telling us how they got through those phases and they were telling us oh they had to learn how to open up they had to learn how to share you know how to be vulnerable and accept that you actually have a problem first you need to accept that oh i'm actually going through something my coping mechanism is actually not good for me and i need to reach out i need to allow myself to be vulnerable enough to reach out to someone and tell them hey i'm going through this how do you think you can help me and i think we had an instance of someone who reached out and when they reached out it was used against them and that actually happens so much so often actually in real life and um we had another episode of someone who you know uh, took a step back evaluated themselves and started appreciating themselves one by one and i think one of the highlights was your support system you need to surround yourself with people who actually make you feel better about yourself you know and who actually make you feel loved you know and feel that you can get through this so today it's going to be me and Shiko and we're going to go through some of the experiences we've we had with anxiety and depression how we got through it and then this is actually a chance for the audience to engage more so please do feel free out. if you want to do it anonymously please remember to just say oh, i want this to be anonymous reach out to us again on ubuntu radio one on twitter ubuntu radio underscore mu on instagram or our Ubuntu. personal Instagrams, yeah. Twitters, anything. Yeah, Ubuntu Radio on Facebook. If you have our contacts on WhatsApp, please hit us up. Send those messages. Tell us what have been your experiences with anxiety. What are some of the questions you could ask, you want to ask us? What do you want us to tell you about anxiety and depression? Or what do you want to tell us? What do you want to know about anxiety and depression? And, depression, yeah. and just like the other show, a trigger warning goes out to our audience members. This topic could trigger a lot of mental reactions and we don't want any of that for any of the people listening. So please feel free to take a break, take a pause. If these things do trigger you, all, <laughs> I don't know, all peace and love or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> all love and peace or whatever people say these days yeah right you're not even that old anyway <laughs> um and also another disclaimer we are not psychologists we are not therapists we, we don't have any certification we don't got degrees yeah <laughs> um to give therapy counseling whatever we're giving is our informed opinions and also our experiences what we've gone through and the main aim of this show is to destigmatize de- mental health that means the more we have these conversations the easier it is for to people to seek help it for people to feel better for people to know that they're not alone that i'm not the only one that felt suicidal i'm not the only one that felt unhappy about myself i'm not the only one that self-harmed i'm not the only one that had body issues you know mm. so let's get into it Woo! <laughs> yay okay okay go you were asking me a question yeah hey so she go i think uh i asked you 
this i think i've asked you this before mm. um what was the one trigger that got you into depression like when now you finally accepted and like the last thing that happened and then you knew you know what hmm. um how did you know first of all no let me start from the basics forgive me let me start from the basics how did you know you were depressed if at all you were ever depressed i think i think okay so first of all let's distinguish i do have clinical i've been diagnosed with clinical depression right and so hmm, i think it goes back to like 2015 2016 and knowing myself i'm like a very big hoarder like i will and those type of people who will just take everything as baggage right i don't know what i was going through when i was 15 years old clearly i was going through the most like yo i don't even remember what i was sad about but i think there were so many events that were happening and i was just taking that emotional baggage on and on and on and on and i didn't realize the extent of how bad it was until mm-hmm. it got to like <clears throat> maybe 2016 mm-hmm. and then like now i was experiencing very very chronic you know symptoms you know i'll google oh what are the symptoms of being depressed i'd be like not eating woo <laughs> you know not sleeping woo feeling like momentary moments of like happy bursts of happiness and then mm-hmm. you were extremely extremely low mm-hmm. so i think I, i sort of self-diagnosed myself and i was like yep i'm depressed yippee and like i said i just carried that emotional baggage to gosh to 2018 where mm-hmm. i was like that was it for me i was like nah i can't do this no more mm-hmm. so i think i realized when i was really 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 depressed in 2016 yeah those i think for me was the hardest year that i had completely i can't even remember what it was but it was definitely one of the hardest years that i went through yeah mm. and how did you get through that period of your life like I I want to know like not eventually how it happened not like high level how it happened or oh, you seek help what 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 until like the first if you could remember the first step what was the first thing actually you did to it. actually get out of it like what's the first thing that what was that when did that change begin and what was that thing that you got that change Yikes <laughs> <laughs> Um hmm I think it was like a very who it was a very dark moment that triggered you know that realization mm-hmm. that okay this is something very very serious and i have to take a course of action or whatever so i think when that dark period i'll label it as a dark period happened mm-hmm. there was sort of like a click i don't want to sound cliche but there's a click you know <laughs> oh my god there was a click that was like okay shakes you got to you have to do something. Mm. And so the first stepping stone that I did was to talk to my two like closest friends at the time. No, still at the time. Um I talked to my two closest friends and I was like, "Yo, this is happening to me. I don't know what to do." And I think with that, you know, small step of opening up, mm-hmm. like I felt more comfortable talking about it. Eventually it went like I could talk to about it with my mom, mm-hmm. which is which I'm so thankful for. I got to talk about it with my mom mm-hmm. and <clears throat> those small small steps just it just came easier it became easier and easier and easier for me to talk about it and yeah now I'm here talking about it on a radio show so <laughs> we can see it helps so that's that's how I got over it okay not over it but yeah. started talking about it and being more open about it and realizing that it's not 
an issue. You know, I think that was mm. also another problem. I yeah. thought that was a problem. Uh, yeah. What? I thought it was an issue. Like it was a big, big issue. That something was wrong. That with something you. was totally. wrong with me. Like you know, yeah. African households. Oh my God, I'm depressed. What's wrong with you? Yeah. I think that was also a very big stigma. Yeah. That I had put on myself. I had already mm. labeled myself as something is wrong with me. No one is going to believe me. No one's gonna help me. And I completely shut down. Mm-hmm. But you know, once you take those small steps and you're like, okay, yeah. people are willing to help, people yeah. are willing to listen to you, yeah. then the stigma just dies down. Yeah. And I think good. sometimes the stigma comes from our past experiences or like uh previous episodes of what has happened, you know, what we've seen happen to other people. I think last week we had someone talk about how they knew bringing up their mental issue to their parents mm. was not, it wasn't going to happen. Like, because it's not something the parents maybe believe in. It's not something the parents actually think exists mm-hmm. or, or think their kids could go through. You know, the things people say, oh, it's white people problems. Like we don't, yeah. like in Africa, you shouldn't go through this. Or why do you even have the time to go through this? To get depressed. Why are you getting <laughs> time to get depressed? <laughs> I remember my auntie told me, don't you have everything you need? Why are you depressed? And I'm like, okay, auntie. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> so you see, it's cause like there's so like and it's true there's so much stigma you know against mental health there's mm. so much people don't know about mental health and people don't know that it actually happens people don't know the triggers and that it's a real thing and we should be concerned about it. And i think it also keeps people who are going through it from sharing or reaching out when they are going through it and mm-hmm. i think snaps snaps to you yeah, for reaching out for reaching out and uh receiving help and i'm really glad you're here because i don't know what my life would be like without you imagine not needing you oh my god that's tragic that would suck that's tragic um yeah thanks for sharing (laughs) (laughs) all right all right okay for you i feel like this is just gonna be a question and answer thing i don't know you know yeah yeah Yeah. that's that's just how it's gonna go okay yeah for you hmm I don't know what you said like this week has been really hard for you no <laughs> i don't think i want to go deeper into this week <laughs> we don't go there <laughs> okay no but if you're not comfortable fine that's that's okay yeah no worries but okay in your previous previous lives <laughs> eh? maybe the nine lives eh? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> in your previous lives what was your hardest moment or what what you know what was your hardest moment that you've gone through or rather what do you wish someone did for you when you were going through your hardest times why if someone told me that it's going to be okay really <laughs> really i know it sounds cliche <laughs> but like i think i have a weakness of when i'm going through something i don't i don't really exaggerate it mm. like i'll downplay it but really it's a big deal like you catch me out yeah i'll talk about it but i'll talk about it like it's oh. a joke you mm. remember even what happened this week and i talked to you about it like oh it's mm. a joke and it really got me down the entire week and mm. i couldn't do anything and that's the thing i i mask a lot of i mask my love my hatred my pain in sarcasm mm. which is really not a good thing that's I, 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 unhealthy I, coping mechanism i think right it's there. unhealthy <laughs> but yeah that's how i did so i remember when i was going through that everybody I don't know everybody just kept telling me oh you're here now so just do whatever okay so i'll give a bit of context into it 
so it was like i think the last maybe four years so i'm the kind of person and i think i was saying this to one of my friends last week and i was saying i'm the kind of person who when i put my mind to something i plan it and it has to go that way the moment there's a diversion the moment someone comes and like hits me with something and i have to change direction i am destroyed like mm. for me i'd have to go back to ground level to restructure myself which is i don't adapt that easily like i like going the strategy and we stick to it so when i put my mind to something it's that way and i think my mom keeps telling me you when you decided to do something no matter what we say <laughs> you just it's keep just going yeah I'm, and that's something i realized about me and i'm really really working on it and um i find it very difficult to adjust especially if i've already thought about my life how i want it to be and all that and so i that time i was going through a phase where i didn't see my future playing out the way i had planned it out mm, mm, mm. so like everything every small thing i wanted to accomplish something kept happening and mm. i and i just kept failing and failing and failing and i didn't see a bright future and it the the moment i knew that um like i didn't want like i didn't have any purpose to be alive is when i started existing mm. i think the worst thing that can happen to you in life to actually exist and i would wake up every day and just wait for the day to end i'd sleep the whole day if i have somewhere to go then i'd go if i have nothing to do i remember i i used to live um in the university where i was at i used to live in juja so i remember i'd sleep the, i'd actually stay in my house the whole day mm. i'd sleep like i could never tell the difference between <laughs> day and night if i didn't have class my curtains would stay drawn in people would even come knock at my door and i'll pretend i'm not in yikes <laughs> <God damn. laughs> and i remember i the only i was just alive because like what else can i do but <laughs> Like I'm alive, so I really don't have a choice. Mm. Like, oops, I'm just like there's nothing I can do, so I have to wake up every morning and sleep. And I remember feeling so hopeless about my life, and I remember crying. I would cry so much, and I'd be like, "Did I come this far for me not to like enjoy life and get where I want?" And for everyone else, it didn't seem like a big because they're like, "Oh, you're in uni already. You have your parents. What, what, what? You have your siblings. You have people that love you. You." you're beautiful you know people tell you all these things and they're like what reason do you have to, to why are you even sad like mm. why are you even depressed and i remember for me it's because my entire future revolved around the plan i had for it in terms of my career what i wanted to how i wanted where i wanted to be like years from now and i remember crying and i, I don't know maybe it's because i didn't i don't i never made it seem like such a big deal because i was like you know i mean uni you mm. know these things happen but, yeah you don't have to be passionate about what you're doing in school and all that and i just realized that it all just went down i got into this hole that there was not everything i touched just used to go to flames like mm. anything i i wanted to do would never work out and i didn't realize it's because of the kind of energy i had in me because i tried i would try everything i tried like finding a hobby or starting up something and you just go down mm. and i was so sad and everyone else didn't realize how sad i was ah. and i was so hopeless i actually didn't have a reason to wake up the following day like i just wake up and i wish at that time someone had told me you know it was gonna be okay yeah like okay. i would, like i should have actively searched for alternatives to get to the path i wanted to be on like i would have found a way to adjust to that whatever change had happened and find a way to break through to uh, to break to break through that and you know get to where i want to be but 
I guess I was too broken by the way. <laughs> I was too broken. <laughs> I was too broken to even think or do anything. Yeah. Your stay was like cabbage green. Bruh. You were potato. Oh my god, I hate can you not speak ill of potatoes? Hey <laughs> <laughs> Ah, okay. Okay. Do you also think that you know the reason why it was so hard for you to like open up or in that time of period in that period of time sorry mm-hmm. was because of how people interpreted you as like a person bruh yeah people think i have my stuff together yeah like, right? i actually don't right we ain't got nothing together oh my gosh <laughs> i think people actually think I ha- oh my okay no i have i actually have my stuff together but sometimes yeah there's just those, fumble the bag yeah there's those times but actually people think i actually would think that you know, I know what I'm doing. Okay, I know what I'm doing, but but, <laughs> but. there's a lot of buts in that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in that knowing what I'm doing, um, I think that's the reason because I think people had so much faith in me, and also low key, I didn't want to disappoint them. I didn't want to go to my parents and be like, "Hey, I can't do this." Yeah, and I think I did. I kind of did. And good thing is my parents listened to me. I kind of did tell them that, you know, mm. this is not working for me. But even them at that time, they also didn't fully know how to help me and i think for them it was more of finding a solution for me than actually maybe handling the damage that had already been done to me by the situation that mm. emotionally i wasn't okay mentally i was not okay you know okay physically i was fine i think mm. <laughs> i think i was right. fine <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah i think for them it was more of taking care of that part and um on my part i didn't communicate as well that i was going through all this it's only after i hit rock bottom that i started building myself back up mm. like i said working on my faith said working on my on my mental health i said working on my emotions i started like being aware of the kind of energy i have around me the kind of things i tell myself because i i think i was also the biggest problem to myself to be honest because i'd tell myself margaret you can't do this look at all your failures look at how you didn't pass you didn't pass <laughs> this test look at like small small things like if i tripped if i poured water i'd cry hey. if i didn't mop the house i'm not even lying <laughs> like if i mopped the house and then there was a patch like i didn't clean well i'd cry because mm. those small things would make me feel like a failure and really they really don't define you because there's other bigger moments in life that mm you've done well but those small things start affecting you and yeah it sucks bruh i'm glad i'm here (laughs) i'm glad i'm in a good place right now yeah that's all about okay so let me ask you do you think that if do you think that maybe the time you took to handle your issues also affected how it affect like also had an effect on how Bruh. it manifested itself Bruh, yes i i would personally not recommend going through your okay wait i would never recommend handling things bigger than you like you know handling issues that are beyond your control yeah i think i had that mentality that i don't know i, I think i had that mentality that everything that was within my reach i had mm-hmm. control over so when this thing happened i was like oh man well i'm i i do not know what to do so what i think what clicked in my brain was like okay i'm going to try and get this into my control and i'm gonna try and ground myself trying to pick up pieces from everywhere and that just didn't work and i tried for so long until it just became one big mess that's true (laughs) i tried for so long it just became one big mess and then you know i was just a pool of 
sadness, a ball. And then the other time you can't even track you exactly what's track going wrong. What it, like you lose control so quickly. Or not, not you've lost control, you just lose control more. So I was just like this big void of sadness. I was just negative. Hey, I remember I shouted at my mom once. I was like, who am I? <laughs> I was like, who am I? And then oh, what was the question? <laughs> I forgot. What was the question? Oh my god. Um, I think. Wait. Yeah. I asked you. Do you think that uh, not handling these problems that you had or these issues, like not handling them as they came, like you know, like every time you get a problem, you deal with it and you don't put oh. it aside. Do you think it affected like how? Yeah. Like yeah. made it much bigger. Like I said, I tried to handle something that I could not control, and it just ended up being a the worst thing that I could have gone through in that moment of time. Actually, I do wish in that moment of time that I had taken a different route with someone <laughs> else. Like, you know, like I wish I had just told myself, you have a problem, mm-hmm. talk to someone. Yeah. Talk to someone. I wish I told myself that. Like if I could go back to the past, ding, ding, ding. Talk, <laughs> talk, <laughs> like, talk to someone. Yeah, I, I really do wish I could like go back and do do over, you know, yeah. do over that. But you yeah, know, things happen. Travel, so oops. Yeah, we don't have time travel. But yeah, somehow, <laughs> somehow we we can go back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> wow, um, I think uh, Shiku has awoken some of my, you know, yeah. But that's what we do here. We okay, no, we don't awaken people's pains. <laughs> We're just here to, you know, talk about our experiences and um, be there for each other. Because through sharing... Sharing is caring. Yeah. Is that the quote? Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. And also through sharing, you solve a problem. Yeah. So we'll go on our break. Please tell us your experiences with um, anxiety, depression. Uh, What have you gone through? What's the worst moment you've had in your life? What would you tell someone going through depression and anxiety and reach out to us at Ubuntu Radio 1 on Twitter at Ubuntu Radio underscore MU on Instagram at Ubuntu Radio on Facebook and show some love too. So we'll take a tiny break. I hope you enjoy the music. We'll be right back. This beat ain't normal. Let me call you, you no know, dancer. I say we can call you some more. Yeah, you leave me no choice. So, ready to not go up here for your dumb mark. And you had that tight dress on. When I saw you last night at the club. Even though I had my dark shades on. I was looking at you all night long. I'm in the middle of the street. How did I ever let you leave? Oh no. Why did I drink this Hennessy? Don't want to lose it to nobody, no My God, you know, go be And I don't know what come over you As you see me, so I know about you I swear to God, you can come back to You can come back to Don't be smart, cause something I've been watching I might just drunk or something I'm rhyming love, 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 love Like a monkey, a junkie for your love I must be high or something But now 
drink this and the sea. Then I don't know what I'm over. And I just wanna make me come back. Don't want to lose it to nobody. No, but got the no go be. And I don't know what come over you. As you see me, so I know bad. I swear to God, you can come back. Wednesday with Margaret Minor and Shiko Kimani and today we're handling a very delicate topic um, which we handled last week so we're doing a part two of it we're doing anxiety and depression so if you're just joining us uh, feel free to send out your views your questions on Ubuntu Radio 1 on Twitter Ubuntu Radio underscore MU our personal Instagrams our personal Twitters yes sliding slide in our dms tell us your experiences if you want to remain anon actually no we don't even see who's shared what mm-hmm. they've shared um for an an anonymity for that one purposes anonymity? that one <laughs> yeah i don't know how to say it <laughs> anonymity yeah okay. anyways um so once again a trigger warning um some of the things we discuss here could be triggers to experiences you've had in the past could trigger uh some yeah mental reaction from you and uh if you feel like it's too much please feel free to tune out uh take a break and also again another disclaimer we're not therapists we're not psychologists uh this is basically informed opinions from us and also our personal experiences and i think this one is going to be a very hard one um because um, i'm posing this question to the audience and also to my co-host here so um the question is how long would it have been since you last passed if your last suicide attempt went through and i'll ask that again how long would it have been since you passed if you went through with your last suicide attempt it would have been one year one year five months one year five months correct so I, I don't that's that's it that's the question yeah that's the question yeah for me it would have been one year five months i think my last suicide attempt was in june 2018. yeah yeah june 2018 was my last suicide attempt oh. i'm glad you're here 
Is is there something specific <laughs> that you'd like to ask? Um, I think okay. First and foremost, I think um, I like to you know. I think I appreciate the fact that you got through that moment, and also appreciate the fact that you're sharing about it now, um, and that you've grown from that moment and you're actually in a better place. And I know there could be someone in our audience who's you going know through going thing. through the same thing or thinking about attempting suicide or just had maybe a recent attempt mm. and um it's very 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 difficult i think to share about it to talk about talk it. about it and also it's such a difficult experience mm. to go through but i think um just knowing that you know we're here for you <laughs> yeah i do know that i do know that yeah and even for the audience that um if you feel that you know it's too much reach out to any of us actually and uh to your friends to your family to in to a therapist um or anytime or anyone else you think you can reach out to and i think my next question to you shiko would be um what was the first step you took after that like after you survived like after you you failed to go through with it like mm. how did you get back on track okay i think the audience deserves a bit of context to okay yeah <laughs> definitely um so like i said there was a very big moment in my life where i went through i had hit rock rock oh, bottom okay. where like there was no going up and there was no going down if that makes sense mm -hmm. there was only down from there yeah so i think at that point i'd resorted to like you know i don't deserve this life this life is not for me so the only option was to just yeah die in in the in the simplest of terms mm -hmm. and so i remember just you know sitting in my room i remember writing a note to my mom then i oh my gosh i remember placing it like on her bed and just like you know going following through yeah. and the next day i'd woken up and i was like what this i was just like you know this should not be the situation that i should have been in i should be long gone by now yeah. so i think that was a realization or at least a, th a thing of purpose had come in and i don't want to say it sound like cliche or anything but that is what sparked um an initiative for me to change yeah. or rather to help myself yeah. get better because yeah. i also feel like you know when you're going through that depressive episode yeah no one ever talks about suicide like suicidal thoughts suicide no one ever talks about it and it's something so deep that everyone goes through or at yeah. least most people go through and they'll yeah. never talk about it because they're like oh if i do this and this and this they'll think that i'm ill they'll think that yeah you know no one wants to hear about that yeah so i think the first step that i took again was now that's how my two friends come in is they were the first people that i told that yo i tried to do this i need help yeah. and they walked me through not how to get over it but they were just a source of comfort at like the time when i didn't have anyone yeah, yeah so yeah <laughs> like the, my friends were like a very big source of comfort at that time yeah and now that i, I really do appreciate them they're like my friends still now they're called salwa and nisha hey nisha <laughs> 
she's called Sala, and my other friend is called Nisha, and she's tuned in, I hope. Yeah. So they were a really big source of comfort, of, you know, assurance that this thing is going to be yeah, okay. okay. And then, again, from that step, I was like, if I can tell my friends my about friends. this, I can obviously go, and I'll tell, like, closer counterparts. So the second person I told was my mom. Yeah. That was also another havoc, because you'd never think that, you know, your child would want to do something like that. Like that, yeah. So once we got past that emotional overwhelm, like it, it was just like a step of what do we do from now? So I went yeah. into um, therapy. It was a really long, it was a really long summer. We went into therapy, we talked about it. Yeah. And the, the point was to just keep talking about it until you felt like this heavy, heavy weight has been somehow lifted. Like, the, the trauma never goes. It's still there. But at least it's easier for you to talk about it, to be free about it. Like, like it's, right now, I'm very free talking about it. Of course, it's still something that's triggering, but the courtesy that you can talk about it is what's good. And, yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and I know sometimes we, we laugh, uh, during some of these episodes we crack jokes and um and to be honest it's because it's such a deep topic that sometimes if we don't you know, smile it. a bit or like mm-hmm. we'd probably end up crying throughout the whole show and one can't hear what you're saying but i think first of all thank you so much for sharing that i think that's a very deep and intimate part of yourself for you to share on live radio mm-hmm. and i'm um, also once again very glad that you got through that and i think it's a reminder that we need to appreciate each other for getting here and i think uh, one thing um i would like to like talk about is you know how sometimes people get suicidal and someone asks so uh you're going to commit suicide and then leave your family suffering and whatnot and i think i think this is my opinion but i think we take away um we take it away from the person who's going through whatever they're going through like i don't you don't wake up one day and decide you know what i'm going to kill myself for no apparent reason you know it's something that it's either uh you probably have uh, mental health issues that probably are genetic or you've been going through issues uh some mental health problems and you actually need help and assistance not something that you're willingly doing or like you woke up and decided oh no i actually don't want to be alive anymore for no apparent reason and I think it takes away the empathy from the person when you say, you know what, you start guilting them Into for feeling or you start guilting them for uh, thinking something that, okay, fine, it hurts. It hurts the family that's left behind or it hurts uh, whoever mm-hmm. that. It's a painful process for friends. And sometimes, especially when the family is left behind questioning what did they do wrong, what, did, what could they have done and everything, I think the first step for us is to first of all appreciate that Sometimes when you're going through mental health issues, suicide could come up. Thoughts of suicide could come up. Uh, self-harm could come, come and up. also come up and end up um, leading to suicide, right? Mm-hmm. And I think the first step is to show people that you're there for them, that you understand and you appreciate them, first of all, for being here mm-hmm. and that you empathize. Even though maybe you've never gone through what they're going through, you you understand or you empathize with them mm-hmm. for what they're going through. And that you're there for them. I think even sometimes when you're sharing out your issues, like how you said you spoke to your friends, 
they didn't necessarily talk you out of it or mm. tell you how to get over it they simply showed you that we understand we you empathize matter. with you you matter and we are here for you and that helped in like for you it, it helped in such great ways that i, that I didn't notice exactly and it helped you even actually seek professional help like reach out to your mom and seek uh professional help and i think the first thing is empathy i think how we treat each other matters that sometimes some issues may be beyond our understanding like we may not necessarily be informed about mm. these issues but for as long as you're empathetic about a situation despite the fact that you understand it or not then just showing someone that you're there in, in that already you're helping them and you're helping the situation mm -hmm. yeah and i think also for like maybe people who have friends or loved ones who told them i'm suicidal or i'm committing suicide maybe because of you or because of this experience that you put me through and what i think sometimes issues of guilt may arise but i think also it's important like for us to first of all process it and show empathy yes and then start dealing with the situation instead of like turning a whole blame game and i know practically it could be difficult but sometimes trying to step out of the situation and putting yourself in this person's situation and saying okay this person wants to end their lives what could put if i was in that situation what would put me to such extreme what would push me to such extreme measures mm -hmm. and then from there when you first start to understand or maybe feel their pain then maybe there you can start helping each other mm -hmm. uh, you know yeah i think also one of the things that i don't know when when you're going through a depressive episode like i said no one will ever talk about the suicidal thoughts so i think to any audience member or to anyone who is actually going through that yeah. don't feel like you know of course it's hard for you to, to think that but don't feel like you're in this like trapped space where no one is going to help you like don't do that to yourself reach 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 out you know there's always someone reach out there's always someone and if worst comes to worst i wouldn't want to go into that because i don't want to give advice and then someone takes it yeah. but if worst does come to worst just please try to reach out to someone even though it's like i am not fine i just mm. need someone by my side yeah. do that and i think right mm. now we have help a lot of helplines out there that if you're not comfortable in your, your friend circles or your family yeah. you can reach out to a stranger on a help like uh, i think there are on, on online sources mm -hmm. uh, there are a lot of helplines now for if you're feeling suicidal or if you have a friend that's suicidal like reach out and then they can help you get through it yeah and you know sometimes you know you may be suicidal but you'd never go through with an attempt that's yeah. another distinction that no one will ever tell you mm -hmm. like you can have these thoughts of ending your life you know you don't yeah. deserve to be on earth but you would never go through and that is completely fine like it's completely normal and just <clears throat> don't like reach out that's that's the most i can say reach out to anyone that you can trust you know yeah i think it's important to remind to remind ourselves that we are not alone and sometimes when you're going through some of these really depressive moments or some of these issues sometimes we feel alone mm. but if you you know close your eyes for a minute and get out of the situations and think okay this person could be there for me or this person could come through for me or this person could be someone you spoke to like five years, years ago. ago you guys were so tight and then all of a sudden you don't speak anymore but like 
they were probably the person who could like get you through a very difficult situation or someone you could trust like call that person text that person even if the last time you texted them was five years ago text them and tell them hey i think i'm going through this help I me need your help yeah right let's not be scared to reach out Don't. and also um as a community we need to understand that these issues happen and let's let's talk about them like talk to your friends talk to your kids tell them so this happens talk about their mental health ask them how are they doing mentally talk about some of these issues i mean tune in to some of these conversations make your friends tune in to some of these conversations that we have um it could be the thing that they need or something they need to hear for them to like take a step back and you know reach out and again let's keep destigmatizing mental health i think the aim the aim of why i think for me i even wake up each every day is destigmatizing mental health because it's actually a very very big issue in our society because there's so many things that are happening to us beyond our control mm -hmm. so many things hurting us so many things that cost us so much emotional pain yeah let's reach out let's be there for one another let's be kind be kind to people you will never know what they're going through That's in reality true. you never know yeah yeah that was heavy <sighs> yeah <laughs> that was actually that was very a very heavy. heavy topic but we yeah. got through it yeah. i think uh for our audience uh reach out to us with your comments your questions how do you feel about uh, it um what are your thoughts uh what what advice could you give someone uh what steps can we take in uh improving this and um how can we make this better yeah reach out to us at ubuntu radio one on twitter ubuntu radio underscore mu on instagram and ubuntu radio on facebook feel free to reach out to us on our private dms on um our in our instagram handles and also message us if you have our numbers uh reach out to us on whatsapp and um tell us what you think yeah so um, i think um well one of our we had a question on our Instagram. on our instagram and we were asking what do you think uh helped you the last time you felt anxious or depressed and one of our audiences says cold showers yikes no <laughs> i think i think <laughs> i think uh cold showers help could them. be therapeutic it could be therapeutic for uh, some people yeah mm -hmm. and then writing uh, my thoughts out and then um karaoke yeah oh everyone likes to sing yeah. yeah so reach out to us tell us um what got you through uh, a time you were depressed a time you were anxious and oh what got you through one of maybe the darkest moments you had in your life so we'll take um really quick break um so that we can read out your thoughts read out your comments and then uh get back so again reach out to us ubuntu radio one on twitter ubuntu radio underscore mu on instagram and ubuntu radio
Baby, it's alright Go ahead and take your time But you gotta make your mind Make your mind up Girl, on you Tell me what you wanna do Tell me no, tell me son Tell me is someone See you claim a pronto Must own something I'm draining myself I guess there's no one to blame but myself Got a big hand cup without drinking With help being tainting myself I'm ashamed of myself I've been praying for myself like you used to Embracing myself like you do too I know things are different Your name is different and as strange as it is I'm okay with this and I can't say it different Never even met him, can't hate the nigga Although I hate the feeling I gotta Although I hate the feeling I gotta face the feeling I gotta feel that shit Dead the feeling, kill that shit The only way to heal that shit, you know A warm welcome back. This is Wellness Wednesday with your host Margaret Miner and Shiko Kimani. And today we are talking about anxiety and depression. We're doing a part two from last week. And uh, we've had some very, I'm actually having, my heart is very heavy right now, but yeah. We had very, a very heavy topic. Yeah, we had a very brief moment, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think um, my last uh, question to Shiko would be, um, do you ever backslide from like being mentally okay? I know, yeah. I don't know if backsliding is a real thing because it's not something you quit, but... Do you ever, uh, do you ever backslide? Do you yeah. ever get to up? Do you ever get to a point where you know, you, mm. you're not mentally okay when you actually once were mentally okay? Yeah, you know? that happens a lot. Actually, it's, there's hmm, there's something. Well, my therapist told me, and it was like the first time we had a session. Yeah. She was like, um. Progress is not linear. Something like that. Progress is not linear. So meaning that whatever progress you've made and yeah. then you've had like a sudden step back doesn't defeat all that progress you've made. Yeah. You can have like you've progressed so well, you've not had a mental break, you've not had a depressive episode for so long, mm-hmm. and then suddenly you just have one. Mm-hmm. It doesn't uh, what's that word? It doesn't um wow. it doesn't oh. <laughs> negate yeah it doesn't negate, negate your progress it doesn't negate your progress yeah like, you're still everything that you've done or everything that you've worked with still, still counts, valid yeah so of course i still do have you know mental breaks i still have mental breakdowns despite mm-hmm. all the progress i've made and it's yeah it's okay like you know you can have a bad day a bad week a bad week a bad month and it doesn't defeat the purpose or all that progress you made yeah it's i think important. It's, it's important to note that progress is, is not, not linear, linear. That's our quote for the week. Progress <laughs> is not linear. Progress is not linear. So if you if you get to a point where you're feeling defeated, or you're feeling that um, you know, I'm back to square one, square one, and yet you've gotten so far, <laughs> you've gotten so far. Um, please don't feel bad. Like look back and appreciate the growth you've made, despite the fact that whatever growth you've made 
could have all you know you could have gone back to like where you started from and i think it's also important to notice that um healing is actually a process you can heal and then something small triggers you and you're back to, to so much pain you're back to feeling so much pain so let's forgive ourselves yeah let's be kind to ourselves i think there's um there's a video i was watching i don't think wh- what was this guy's name i don't know i don't know his actual name but he's the one that acts <laughs> as michael schofield on prison break and i think he was saying that um if we were as kind to ourselves as we are to our friends then would be so <laughs> m- <laughs> then would be so fa- i don't know his real name guys i don't what's the i don't cram people's oh my god you know what anyways as, let's get back <laughs> to the show <laughs> this is a very serious topic <laughs> anyway <laughs> you guys are not going to take my moment from me oh my god he said uh he had an interview i don't know his real name actually i just I, know I his microscopic from i think yeah anyways yeah so he said that if we were as kind to ourselves as we are to our friends would be so so far in life like if she came to me and told me oh my god i'm so sad i'm not being able to finish this assignment um i can't get on my essays they're due next week uh i wouldn't tell them that you know what you're a failure your parents are paying school fees you're wasting money what are you doing you know i'd never say anything like that to them i'd be like oh what's going on and i know you can do this just one step at a time mm-hmm. you know get back on this essay write some points down so if we said but when you're talking to ourselves if you found that oh sh- i haven't i haven't written my essay i haven't started on anything we'll be like i'm a loser i'm wasting my friends money i don't mm. deserve to be here i i've never accomplished anything good in life you see we're very quick to be hard we're harsh very cruel ourselves. to ourselves actually mm-hmm. but we're very kind to other people so if you transferred whatever it is you'd say to other people to ourselves then definitely definitely we'd would do better and actually we'd feel better as human beings treat yourself how you treat others right yeah is that the quote actually it's not it's not a quote quote. it's just yeah if the same way you react to other people's failures react the same way to your own failures motivate yourself encourage yourself and show yourself some love i think it's better to say treat yourself with the same kindness you treat other people with yeah 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 so highlights remember um progress is not linear you're not alone treat yourself with the same kindness as you would other people and always reach out to anyone you can trust or you feel free and comfortable to talk to and take a break show yourself some love and when you're breaking down allow yourself to break down crying is healthy don't pretend that you're not breaking down Mm. so that's it from us this week we hope we've tackled um the topic of anxiety and depression well and if you have any questions or any comments any experiences you'd like to share please do feel free to reach please out. please 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 reach out to us on our personal uh our personal um instagram. social media <laughs> instagram uh twitter facebook uh whatsapp reach out to us if you don't have um if you can reach out to us on the radio uh which is um Ubuntu Radio 1 on Twitter, Ubuntu Radio underscore MU on Instagram, and Ubuntu Radio on Facebook. It's been lovely to have you guys. Thank you so much to my amazing co-host. You're the best. And have an amazing, <laughs> have an amazing week ahead of you. Amazing, amazing week. And an amazing
amazing weekend and we love you all that enjoy my call oh bye <laughs> <laughs> So my daddy if I'm winning, then he winning my I came from nothing, now I'm ballin', got a pimp in my Had to leave some folks behind, cause they were ruining my They call it the money when you get it from the dirt Remember Sunday mornings when we used to go to church Mama told me, stack your money, put your people first I occupied all my niggas when I needed work And I can't wait until the day I see my shine What can I say until the day I'm feeling victimized They tryna lock my people up, they tryna take a life You tryna rap with me or what you got a bigger side, yeah, yeah I tell you, but it's really now It's like I thank my mama, and I definitely thank God But at the end of the day, I thank my fans Because if it weren't for y'all, I wouldn't be here So this is for